We head up to the United Kingdom now for a man that's very well travelled and very well reasoned. He's been on the show, oh, I think, two or three times now. Let's get him back. Ferg from Fergbet, Mark Ferguson. Uh, Ferg, I, I'm really calling to talk to you about the British Open, but a little birdie yep. tells me you've just been to Old Trafford for day one of Test 4 Ashes. How good? Yeah, and, and I got back home. Well, actually, I'm, I'm uh, my girlfriend's parents' house currently, but I got home, to, well, there's 15 minutes ago. Yeah, fan, fantastic day. Um, special day for me. I was there in 2005 um, where I, I could have queued from 6 a.m. Didn't quite queue from 6 a.m. this morning, but I was there with my um, with my dad and uh, and my son, so three generations of Ferguson's. Yeah, special day it was, a fluctuating day. Um, but a special day nonetheless. No one really got on top, and I think that exemplified no. the fact that I I took a bet uh, for the Australian high bet, uh, top run scorer, first innings, to be Mitch Marsh at $8, and he's tied, so I'm going to get $4, unless... Mitch You're going to get $4? Yeah, I mean, what a, what a strange market. I, I mean, yeah, I think four or five of the guys score between 32 and 51. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it was obviously Mitch Marsh and Lavish James 51. I think Travis had 48. Uh, yeah, a really strange day. And, and what, what seems to have typified this series is that when a, a, a batsman or a partnership in particular gets going, you think, oh, they're going to take the game away and, and suddenly just get out. And that happened four or five times today. Um, the yeah. Smith wicket, Keith. Yeah, it, it just is no, no better than Chris Wokes coming back. And, and Chris Wokes, um, I had a little fancy. I backed him at twenty-five to one to be top man of the match, to be, top, to be man of the match. And I don't often get involved in those kind of markets, but he's very, he's unheralded, Chris Wokes, and was unlucky not to play in the second test. Um, and, and they they left him for the last well this this test and, and the Headingley test. And look, he's a top bowler. He was brilliant today, um, and I think he'll get some runs as well. So I'm quite hopeful, especially if he can pick up one of these remaining two wickets that he may get a five foot and, and man of the match is definitely on I looked at the man of the match markets and I was going to go Ben Stokes at 10s but I left it alone so um, I'm just going to get my half pay out for Mitch Marsh but I do want to talk to you about the British Open um, one of the yep. big big majors, the most storied the classic, uh, the polite clapping, the tweed, the cheese cutters all of that, I, I just absolutely love it. But what I don't know much about is the course they're playing on, Ferg. Can you, can you give us the lay of the land of the course? Who, what sort of player, without names initially, what sort of player it suits? Well, a player, funny enough, I, I, it's a strange golf course for all Liverpool. Uh, it's, uh, some people call it Hoylake. And uh, for the Open, the, the 17th and the 18th, to, to members or to everybody who plays outside of the Open uh, is the first and the second. Um, the, the way they, they want the, the finishing hole uh, to, be, to be very different, that par five to the 16. So that changes around. And I played it in April. Very, very different back then. Um, the rough wasn't up. Far easier test. It looked like it was going to be, um, with the weather in the UK three or four weeks ago, it looked like it was going to be very similar to when Tiger Woods won in 2006 when he famously only used one driver. The course was burnt to a cinder that year. Uh, but now, with the weather, we've had some very inclement weather the last three or four weeks, and it looks like it's going to play very similar, with, you know, where we're going here, to 2014, 
when Rory McIlroy won. And um, I've been on the show before a couple of times. You mentioned and not been singing his praise. He's not necessarily his biggest fan, but this time the conditions, the the form, the confidence from that fantastic win uh, at the Scottish Open, it's right on his thing. You talk about the course um, and, and, and conditions wise. Yeah, it's it's very much going to be a really good driver of the golf ball. Right. You're going to have to drive it well. He's talked about the kind of game of chess off the tee, avoiding those pot bunkers. Uh, but he knows it better than anybody. He hasn't come back, apparently, since that win in 2014. But the comfort of winning, uh, I think he's got to have a massive chance on this course this week. Are we talking the odd round of 64-65, or is it going to be a bigger challenge than that? Is it an attrition open, this one? Oh, God, it's really difficult. You know, you're going to get an early starter probably tomorrow um, that, that come or tonight for you guys um, who will, will come out and uh, and shoot. Yeah, I think so. I think 64-65 definitely in the pipeline. But uh, winning score-wise, going to be really difficult. Really difficult to say um, because, as I said, it's all about how, how the RNA wants to set up the golf ball. Like the USGA. Mm-hmm. What winning score do they want it to be? I mean, that was interesting in the US Open, what happened, because the weather was completely against what they thought it would be and, and they set the course up for a very different test. But the RNA usually ride on the money. I think you'll see some low scores, but I reckon a score around 10, 12 under will be good enough this week. But again, that's really crystal ball thinking. But um, I've, got a, I've got a few other names, if, if you like. But, but, um, but yeah, course-wise, uh, I think it's going to play very similar to last week. Um, in, in the you know, where the Scottish Open was at the Renaissance, mm. and and that's going to obviously favour McIlroy massively. Um, but yes, scores, yeah, ten to twelve under with a few sixty-five, certainly a lot of sixty-sixes. I know. So you and I are both sound like um, I'm, I'm not often a guy that takes the favourite in a British Open. We got Rory joint favourite here at the New Zealand Tab. He's at eight bucks, Scotty Scheffler eight, and then down to th- yeah. 13, Ram, 17, Smith. So I think Rory, um, you can never bet in golf confidently, but he's in the best nick <laughs> of his life. I'm wary of someone going back-to-back week after week. It very rarely happens in professional golf, but I'll allow him that because he's so damn good. But I do know you like scouting down the, the, the market sheets, trying to find us a little bit of value for a top 10, a top 20, a top 40, something like that. What have you fossicked out for us great Kiwi punters? Well, I, I, yeah, I, I, I'll mention a few names. Uh, I, I like Adam Scott this week. Uh, Scotty, couple of top 10s on the two visits here, 2006, 2014. Not many people have, would have played both open. You know, you've got to be at the top of the game for 17 years at least, and, and Scotty's certainly in that bracket. But um, another top 10 last year, St. Andrews, and I think we well, might have been 11th if we've been presented. But I think Scotty, I like Scotty. I'm not sure he's paying on the CAB, but I, I, I think he's, he's my shortlist for a top 10. Sam Burns uh, is somebody I really like. Won the match play. Um, he's around 50 bucks, 60 bucks, I believe, for you guys. Um, but listen, this is the one I want to talk about. Uh, I only unraveled him. Um, today, looking through the 2015 amateur champion, Roman Langas, L-A-N-G-A-S-Q-U-E. I love him. Uh, I've seen prices of 500, 600s on the outright over here. Not sure what he's paying with you guys, but uh, the markets I'm interested in, 
are the top continental European and the top European. I believe, having a quick scan, um, he's paying uh, 30 bucks to be the top continental European, which is great. We can get rid of Rory. We can get rid of Cyril Hatton, Fleetwood, other, other of, the, of the Brits. Um, but yeah, Langask, I really like him this week. Um, why do I like him? Well, he snuck incredibly under the radar this year. Uh, his form is, is very, very good. You know, last 10 outings, okay, albeit on the weaker European tour, but 10th, 16th, 2nd in Italy, 21st in Korea, 45th, 9th, 17th. Look, he, he's, he's bang there. He is absolutely bang there. And to, to, to chuck something else in there, he's played six major championships, made the cut in five of those, Okay, um, you know, tied 34th, tied 39th, 54th. But the kicker for me is he's a very, very good links player. He wanted an outsider. I'm going out on a limb. Roman Langaster. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm hurriedly looking. So he's paying 326 to win. And as I'm looking at these markets, they're all updating. So maybe... TAB golf bookmakers uh, listening in on you, and I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just trying to find his. Oh gosh, because he, he's in amongst that. Here he is. He's eight. He is eight dollars fifty for a top twenty. Yeah, I, 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 you know, look at the end of the day. Um, as I said, it's very. You talked about it. Golf betting is so hard. Yeah. Um, I, I really like Rory this week. Um, but yeah, he's not going to get us rich, neither for, for Scotty or, or Burns. But you asked me for somebody of the outside variety, and this man, left field, I'm giving him to you. You are the first person to ever tip anyone, not only over $100 or $200, over $300. I just need to put two quid on, Ferg. Two quid. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, if, if, this, this, if you'd said to me earlier, if you talked about who you are, Lagasse wasn't even on my radar, and I just stumbled across the name, looking at I thought, I just want to have a look at his form recently. And yeah, I was blown away with his consistency this year. And look, it, it's very, very difficult, um, as we talked about. But I'm going to, I'm sticking it. I'm sticking there. I'm going out on a limb. He's my man. Are you, last thing, are you a proponent for, because I love these, leader after the first round and you find a good golfer that's got the early tee off? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, wind-wise, it's almost, in, yeah, I, I can't remember the last time that the early starters on day one in the Open didn't have the advantage. Um, I, you know, there will be some anomaly in the last 10, 15 years. But yeah, invariably, how many times do you see they go out, somebody shoots, 63, 64, not 63, but 64, 65. And, and from the probably first lot of six, maybe seven groups and never headed. So, yeah, of course. Um, Langas, by the way, is not seeing off till 1220 British time, as before you asked. Uh, Matthew Jordan, uh, a Royal Liverpool local. Uh, he's a member there, I believe. Um, he's got the first tea time. So, you know, if you're looking for a bit of a, a story, uh, he, he might be a man. But look, I don't get too involved in those markets. I rarely get involved in the markets I'm telling you about. But <laughs> hey, fate happens, and that's where we are this week. Top European player, excluding GB and Ireland, Romain Langask, $31. That's where I'm shopping. Hey, there you go. And that's, that's the one I'm focusing on. That's the one. Because the reason is, I do like Hatton this week. 
I do like Rory, as, as I've mentioned. Rory's the stars are aligned to, to go back and, and finally break that nine-year drought. But the good thing about the top continental, we're not worrying about Rory and Co. So, yeah, that's it, mate. Don't put you off there. Get on him. Good boy. Good boy, Ferg. Uh, enjoy the Ashes. Enjoy the Open. We'll lock horns again. I hope the listeners have enjoyed it. Enjoy, and uh, we'll lock horns, you say, in the very near future. Take care, guys.